0: In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit, amen. Christ is in our midst. And I just have to imagine that you are saying the response back to me He is, and evermore shall be. But I want to start out with that, especially today and always, because Christ truly is in our midst. God is with us, and He has been with us always through this time that we find ourselves in. This weekend we have come to the end of our 40 days. And in the words of one of the hymns of both Vespers last night and the Orthros today, today the grace of the Holy Spirit has brought us together and all of us take up our cross and say to you, blessed are you, the one who is coming in the name of the Lord. Hosanna, in the highest. The Holy Spirit has brought us together. Now, it is the Holy Spirit today that has brought us together because our cars and our, our uh, families have not brought us together. We are separate in body, but we are together in spirit. We have completed our days of preparation. Our 40 days have come to an end. And with the apostles, we come with Christ into Jerusalem. Now, as our last 40 days have been, to say the least, unusual and challenging, the life of the apostles up to that time must have also been incredibly difficult. And we and the apostles enter in not knowing exactly what was going to take place. But we do know, and we do anticipate. I've shared in the past that I always imagine Great Lent and Holy Week to be like a journey on a raft on a river. Our journey starts at Forgiveness Sunday. Doesn't that seem just so long ago? Now this journey usually is some work. We have to paddle because the wind of the world is against us, the current is not always obvious, But there are signposts on the way. The typical Sundays of Great Lent to encourage us and to guide us. And we have the body and blood of Christ at the uh, pre-sanctified liturgies and on Sundays to nourish us in this spiritual journey. This time of repentance. This time of gathering in. So this year's journey, this trip down the river, has been Different. While in the past it's been familiar and a similar thing happens every year, this year it seems that the struggle has just been to stay in the boat. We're in unfamiliar waters. We may be reeling or spinning, disoriented from what we have lost, suffering what we have been deprived of. The list of losses from great to small, from maybe insignificant to profound, continues to pile up. But what I miss, I think, the most is our gathering together as the body of Christ and sharing in his holy body and his precious blood. Now, the theme of Great Lent and even of this Holy Week is called Bright Sadness or sometimes joyful sorrow. This year, it seems that the sorrow part, the sadness part, is much easier to embrace. Indeed, we are mourning, if we're honest with ourselves, for what we lost. I found that in the last weeks, it doesn't take much to move me. And it has been my prayer that the tears of my sadness, which I have at times allowed to come, would be, by God's grace, turned to tears of repentance. Now, my brothers and sisters, we are saved by grace. In Paul, St. Paul's letter to the Ephesians, he says, Because of his great love for us, God, who is rich in mercy, made us alive with Christ, even when we were dead in transgressions. It is by grace you have been saved. And God raised us up with Christ and seated us with him in the heavenly realms in Christ Jesus, in order that the coming ages might show the incomparable riches of his grace expressed in the kindness to us in Christ. For it has been by grace you have been saved through faith. Now, grace often comes to us in our gatherings in our holy temples. Grace, the very energies of God, are transmitted to us, and we participate in Christ most tangibly and specifically through the Holy Eucharist, from which we have been deprived. But Christ always fills up that which is lacking. And while I especially mourn our chances to be together and share in his holy body and blood and to live out what it means to be the body, I remember that God's grace is always being poured out upon us. Some of you may have seen a reflection on the pandemic by Elder Zacharias of Essex, and a small section really stood out to me to be most poignant, most relevant to our times and to this this feeling of a loss of grace that we've experienced by being deprived of Holy Communion. Elder Zachariah says, If we shall not have Easter in the church, let us remember that every contact with Christ is Easter. We receive grace in the Divine Liturgy because the Lord is present in it. He performs the sacrament and he is the one who is imparted to the faithful. However, when we invoke his name, we enter into the same presence of Christ, and we receive the same grace. Therefore, if we are deprived of the liturgy, we always have his name. We are not deprived of the Lord. Moreover, we also have his word, especially his gospel. If his word dwells continually in our heart, if we study it and we pray it, it becomes our language with which we speak to God as he spoke to us. Then we shall again have the grace of the Lord for his words are words of eternal life and the same mystery is performed in his name and in his word. And we receive his grace, and we are saved. My brothers and sisters in Christ, if we have been feeling this lack of grace, we have only to dedicate ourselves to his name. In our prayer corner, even a few minutes of saying the Jesus prayer, putting the name Lord Jesus Christ on our lips, we receive the same grace, we receive in the Holy Eucharist. And if we turn our attention for a few moments each day to the gospel, and we read Christ's words, then we have Christ's words in us, and they become our prayers. And then we again partake of that same grace that fills us and that saves us. So let us do our share. Christ This week is displaying what he has done and is doing in us. He is saving us. Now, Father Matthew, in one of his daily reflections, said, This new and different Pascha is exactly the Pascha that God has established for us this year. Our celebration of Pascha, of all of Great Lent and this Holy Week, are much less outward, much less external. Essentially our celebration will be hidden in our homes, with our families. It will be more inward. And this is a beautiful opportunity to look at maybe that which we've taken for granted in the past and to enter in more fully into the mystery of Christ's passion so that it all might be more in our heart and that we might enter there. Usually, Holy Week is very intense. And spiritually and theologically, it is very intense. But I suspect this year, because we will not be rushing to and fro, we will not be trying to do our regular life and our church life all at the same time, that we will see that that intensity is not quite the same, or at least not the usual busyness and intensity. So I suspect this year that we can be drawn into calm, that the waters that we travel on this Holy Week will be less turbulent than usual, and that we will be able to travel with Christ through his passion, his death on the cross, and his third-day resurrection. So my brothers and sisters in Christ, let us all enter our hearts more deeply. Let us reach out and bring one another into it, into our hearts. And may we be the body of Christ. May we we be a community full of grace. As I was preparing today, the epistle for today is one of my favorites And I wish to end with that. This is St. Paul's letter to the Philippians. Brethren, rejoice in the Lord always. Again, I say, rejoice. Let all men know your forbearance. The Lord is at hand. Have no anxiety about anything, but in everything, by prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God. And the peace of God, Which surpasses all understanding will keep our hearts and our minds in Christ Jesus. Finally, brethren, whatever is true, whatever is honorable, whatever is just, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is gracious, if there is any excellence, if there is anything worthy of praise, think about these things. My brothers and sisters in Christ, there is nothing more beautiful more gracious, more excellent, and more lovely, more worthy of us to pay attention to, than the grace that Christ will pour out upon us this week as we enter in to his holy passion. Have a blessed Palm Sunday, and I look forward to seeing and hearing from you soon. Amen.